All right. Okay, other. The Robinson's birthday, a special day. Yesterday, we were explaining with the muscle of our sages of the body and its spirituality versus the soul and its spirituality and the muscle of the Alter Rebbe of the four strata of inanimate vegetation, animal, and man. With both of these, we're bringing out the enormous advantage when a person has intent, kavana, when their mind is invested. We said yesterday the minimal investment of mind is thinking as you do the mitzvah or learn the Torah. Hashem, God, I am doing this in order to connect to you. This is your will. I am doing your will to connect to you. That is a mental, minimal, and work kavana, intent. As we will discuss, beginning for tomorrow, there's higher and higher and higher levels of emotional kavana, of intent of your heart. What the Rebbe says today is, it's not that you're doing such an amazing thing, like, wow, you're so spiritual, you're so holy, your mind and your heart is involved. That's why it causes such a great godly manifestation. No. You know why it causes such a great godly manifestation? Because this is also part of God's will. The same way God has a will for you to do the body of the act, the mitzvah, God has a will for you to have intent, for your mind and heart to be involved in the mitzvah. And in God's will, when your mind and heart are involved, this is what's accomplished. The kavana opens up and extends the impact of the godliness shining into your self, as we gave yesterday, the metaphor of opening up the window shades and all that light floods the room. But again, it's not because what you're doing is so special and holy and spiritual. It's because this is also God's will. It's God's will that you should do it, and it's God's will that when you do it, this is what happens. Now, the Rebbe says, looking at this metaphor, the muscle of our stages, where they said prayer without intent it's like a body without a soul. The Lord says, if we look at this, there's a little more analysis on that parable. So we have, as we explained, the light of the body and the light of the soul. The soul is engarbed in the body, exactly like when you do a mitzvah with kavana. The kavana is the soul of your mitzvah. And the act of the mitzvah is the body and container, containment for the soul. So again, this shows actually the precision of our sages concept, of the metaphor of our sages. Your soul is engarbed in your body. Your soul is the spiritual energy and life within the containment of the body. The kavana, the intent is a spiritual energy, the spiritual life within the mitzvah. And the mitzvah is like the body containing that spiritual energy, meaning a soul without a body is not functioning. It, it can't do anything. You need a body to contain and express the soul. The same way, kavana, as we said, if you have all this kavana but don't do the mitzvah, nothing happens. So the kavana needs the body of the act to be expressed through and connecting to God via that body. Now, if we look at this, the Rebbe actually has a, a footnote here, which we don't usually do in our very short time, but I think really clarifies this, this metaphor. 
Very good. This is similar to above when we have what we call oiris and kalim, when we have lights and vessels, meaning in all the supernal worlds we have what we call spheres, is godly manifestations. What's a godly manifestation? It's a godly light. Well, the light has to have a certain vessel, vehicle to contain it because if it's not contained, it's just diffused light. If it's contained, it has a form and a function and a name. We have godly lights and godly vessels. What's godly light comprised of? Godliness. Well, what's a godly vessel comprised of? Godliness. So the godly light is godliness, and the godly vessel is godliness. So it's godliness inside godliness. So why are we calling one a light and one a vessel? They're both godliness. So the answer is because the godly light is a more expansive godliness, and godly vessel is a more constricted godliness. So the constricted godliness becomes the vessel via the revealed, more revealed godliness, more expansive godliness, which is the light. So the same way in a body and a soul. In a sense, the exact same light of Hashem is in your body and is in your soul. But the light in your body is a more constricted light, and the light in your soul is a more expansive light. So this is God's light, this is God's light a more expansive light, and a more constricted light. This we call soul, this we call body. It's the exact same thing with your mitzvah. We have the godliness drawn down by the act of the mitzvah. We have the godliness drawn down by the intent of the mitzvah. The godliness drawn down by the act of the mitzvah is more constricted godly energy, i.e. the vessel. And the godliness drawn down by the kavana, by the intent of your mitzvah, is like now the soul to that vessel is the more expansive godly light. The point we're bringing out by these three examples is it's the same matter. Godly light in godly vessels. Soul in body. Kavana, intention, in mitzvah. Same matter. Godliness and godliness. Godliness and godliness. Godliness and godliness. It's all godliness. And in all three of them, the difference why we're calling one soul and calling one body, calling one light and calling one vessel, calling one intention and calling one mitzvah, is because the soul element is the more freely expressed godly energy, and what's containing it is also godly energy, but in a more constricted fashion. So that's why our sage has said, if a person prays without intent, it's like a body without a soul. Because the prayer is truly the body of the mitzvah, and the intention is truly the soul of the mitzvah. Now that's more clearly understanding the sage's metaphor. What was the advantage of the Alta Rebbe's? So he said the Alta Rebbe's had four levels, four strata: inanimate, vegetation, animal, and man. And the reason why the Alta Rebbe specifically gives such a metaphor is because there are really four levels going on here. Within the body of the mitzvah, we have two levels, and within the soul, the intent of the mitzvah, we have two levels. The two levels of the body of the mitzvah are literally mitzvahs of action, which is like inanimate. And then higher, more spiritual than that, are mitzvahs of speech and thought, which would be like the concept of the vegetation. So in the past three chapters, 35, 36, and 37, we're bringing out the enormous significance of action, which is true. But now, if we're going from the perspective of the superiority of intent, the more spiritual something is, the higher it is on the strata. So therefore, mitzvahs of actions are like inanimate. Mitzvahs of speech and thought are like vegetation. 
And then we have two levels for covenant, which is what we're going to spend like the entire rest of this and next chapter focusing on. We said, what's the most basic kavana? To connect to God. Higher and higher levels of the thought of to connect to God. So why do we have two levels here? We have the kavana that's like the animal and the kavana that's like the man. And as the Rebbe will continue to explain tomorrow, we're going to actually start with explaining the idea of the kavana of the man, that man has intellect and choice, and intellect and choice are reflected in love and fear of God that we choose to create. And the animal, who doesn't really have choice and functions on decent levels, is like the natural love and fear that every Jew instinctively has and we're working to bring out. But we will continue that thought tomorrow. Any questions? Okay.